All right. Good morning, people. You can be loud because I haven't muted you yet. Good morning. How's everybody doing today? Oh, 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 oh. All right. Good. Good. It's okay. You can you can bark at the moon. You can do whatever you want today. It's okay. All right. Today is the 9th of August, which is awesome. You can hear people coming on by droves right now. All right. It's okay to dial in a minute early, folks. <laughs> All right. So uh, anyway, hold on a second here. All right, I've muted everybody. So, folks, we are very lucky today to have from our St. Rose office and Rookie of the Year last year, Andrew Kozlowski. Andrew, hit star six, please. Woo! Welcome. Everybody? Good morning, Rick. Thanks for having me. My pleasure, man. So, okay, instead of me doing it, tell us a little about yourself, how long you've been in the business, all that good stuff so they get an idea, and your production level, too. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, so um, Blosky, I'm at the St. Rose office here in sunny Las Vegas, Nevada. I've had my license for um, two years now. Two years. My first year was last year. I was able to... Andrew? Hello? Hello? Well, that's weird. Hey, Andrew, um, I, think you, I think you have a bad connection. I think you might have to just hang up and dial back in and hit star six when you dial star back. Are you there? Are you there? It's just me echoing. It's just me echoing. Hmm. That's interesting. That's interesting. Yes, Andrew, if yes, you hear Andrew, me, uh, you hear me uh, hang up and dial back in, please. Hopefully that was him. Give it one second, folks. On this lovely August 9th, has anybody noticed, uh, you know, that the market kind of, you know, I would say about the first, second week of July, just slowed down a tick. That's changed. It's back in full gear again. Uh, we always forget that that happens every summer, actually. So, um, Andrew, if you dial back in, you've got to hit star six again so we can hear you. Sounded like he was having some uh, technical difficulties there. Um, can some, if somebody could just hit star six and let me know that you guys can still hear me, that would be great. As far as I know, I'm still talking. Here. We can hear you. You're no longer echoing. We can hear you, Rick. Okay, good. Yeah, everybody else sounds really good. Don't know what happened to Andrew. There he is. All right, Andrew, if that's you, hit star six on your phone. Hey, I don't know what happened. I got disconnected from the call there. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's okay. It happens. It happens. We're only three minutes in, so you got plenty of time. So, all right, let's start over again. Ladies and gentlemen, from the St. Rose office and rookie of the year last year, Andrew Kozlowski. Andrew, welcome. All right, tell us a little about yourself, how long you've been doing this, all that good stuff. Andrew? Yeah. So, um, oh, you are. It's, yeah. So, sorry about that, guys. Uh, Andrew Kozlowski, St. Rose Office, Berkshire Hathaway. had my license for about two years now. My first year was last year during the craziness that was last year. Um, but fortunately, um, I was able to earn rookie of the year. This year, I'm having an incredible year. I've already doubled pretty much at GCI what I did last year. And um, I was 
able to start my own team this year. Um, I am the owner of the Kozlowski Group, um, which is really cool. Um, and um, a, lot of, a lot of stuff happening this year, production level. I'm at around 7.5 uh, million in volume this year already. And I'm looking to get – my goal for this year was 10. Um, and I'd like to do – now I'd like to do – 14 to 16 and I we have time we got plenty of time no time like the present to get there so that's the goal no time like the present today's a gift that's why they call it the present <laughs> yeah. oh, that's so corny but I love it all right so all right so and um, you know just so people understand Andrew jumped into my group coaching right from the beginning and now he's in his own individual because he started his team he has you know that's the thing about my coaching is if you start off in the group, which everybody should because it's easier, it's better that way. And then when your needs become a little bit more individual, like Andrew's, then that's what we do. We take you, uh, you know, I'll take you into individual coaching as well. And Andrew, tell me a little about, you know, um, how you do your business and how you got going and all that good stuff. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> how I do my business now is totally different than what I did when I first started. And fortunately for me, I had a buddy with me the entire time, and his name was Rick. So thank you again um, oh, geez, for just thank you. hanging in there and bearing with me, uh, because I did do Rick's calls from the very beginning. I think I signed up, and I got all your information right after the success series that you did in, like, 2019, like the tail end of 2019. And I didn't even have my license set, but I was trying to sign up for your classes. So the way that I primarily prospected when I first started – was everything. I ran my head into the ground with phone calls, door knocking, uh, any form of prospecting. I tried and I did it as much and as long as I possibly could. Now, <clears throat> I primarily prospect through the phone. Uh, SOI expireds, just listed, just sold is really, really strong right now. The amount of expireds, as anyone listening to this phone call, the market here in Las Vegas, if you have a listing, doesn't matter if it's a one out of 10 quality home or a 10 out of 10 quality home, there's somebody interested right now. And those listings don't really expire. So the ones that do get through the, uh, the, the expired list every morning, it's few and far between. So right now I'm, I'm really working on just listed, just solds, as well as, you know, like farming, door knocking, uh, and doing it that way. Hot buyer script, right? The team my team was able to procure a buyer and I secured the listing for a for sale by owner. So it's definitely possible to double end on for sale by owners, guys. You just have to have the confidence and the objection handlers to do so. But that's where I'm seeing a lot of production uh, this year. It's not, we don't want busy work. We want production. And that's what I'm focusing on. Yep. Good, 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 good. Yeah. I mean, um, it's, you know, all that stuff is incredibly awesome. What do you think, you know, like, just so people understand, Andrew took my success series and I saw him in the stairway after and I was turning the corner uh, on the, and he yelled up to me, he goes, hey, and he told me how much he liked it. And then he said, and I'm going to be, you know, he went on to tell me how much production. And it's not the first time I've heard that before. I mean, but I've heard people say what they're going to do. You know, the, the two most recent were you and Tim Dunn. Tim Dunn did the same thing to me. Well, here's what I'm going to mm -hmm. do, and, and then you guys are, you know, not, not rare, but kind of rare in today's market where you actually 
follow through and do it. And it's all about the actions that you're taking on a daily basis, right? Yeah, I think it's good to have big goals, long goals, like five-year goal, 10-year goal, a one-year goal, right? Hey, everyone asks in this, you know, the sales meetings, you're, just, you're new, how many units are you going to do your, this year? And I think it's great. But I think every agent, it doesn't matter if you're, you know, 30 years in and you have a license number of 6,000 or if you're just starting right now, <laughs> I think you have to focus on your daily goals. And that is right. what it takes to really mentally wrap your head around this type of business. Because if I never did full-time sales like this before until recently, you know, I worked at a music studio in LA where I worked behind a desk, did some production work. Um, you know, before that I worked at a church before that, you know, I was in pretty much just doing a bunch of different odds and ends and stuff. But full-time sales work where your commission is based off your production. You don't get paid until the house sells. You don't get paid until the house is purchased and anything can happen between A, B, and Z. It's different. And you have to focus on those daily goals because it's the daily goals. Again, in my opinion, that really take an average realtor and make them somebody who produces a lot. And I, mm. I, I hope that's an appropriate, appropriate answer to your question. But if you're sitting out yeah. there, just, just focus on your daily goals. Really sit down. Take, you have to spend the time to figure out how you want to spend the time, which is weird. It's, it, there's no other yeah. job. Any other job, somebody tells you what to do, right? You, you clock in. You do your work. You leave right at 5. You stay after. You get time and a half. This is different. Yep. You're working for yourself, your own boss. You have to business plan. I think it's very important to business plan. Um, Prospect planning, I talk about it uh, with my team members. You have to plan on how you like to prospect. If you haven't done door knocking, you should do it. Try it, right? Why not? If you right. haven't done open houses or if you don't like open houses, why? Figure out why, right? Go talk to somebody who does high-impact open houses and is primarily successful with open houses. If you hate banging on the lines, that's what I call it, you know, prospecting via phone, either your SOI activation calls, SOI follow-up, you know, just reaching out to old friends, why, you know, what, what is preventing you? And most of the time it's just a mental block and you're not giving yourself small enough goals to grow into it, mm -hmm. right? Um, same thing with the other modes of prospecting. Just focus on prospecting, lead generating, business planning, and then everything else will follow, in my opinion. It'll follow if you're busy. And this job really is a pain in the rear if you're not busy, so I get it. Right. And uh, my, the first year, I didn't sell anything for the first three months. But in actuality, if you think about it, even I was trying to work before I had my license too. So it's probably like the first four months. I really didn't <clears throat> see any action. I didn't know what I was doing, but I was trying at all. I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't not working. I was in the uh, every class that the brokerage offered, every extracurricular, you know, role play class. I, I did it all, and I still yeah. didn't. I just still didn't have any production work and it wasn't until I did an open house or I got my first lead and then things kind of just took off from there once I got that win. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I like what you said earlier about the expireds too, that, uh, you know, everyone's like, well, you know, I'm not good at expireds. Well, right now, the just listed, just solds, 
are almost as good, if not as good, as so it really le- it's a level playing field right now with your prospecting too. But what you said about you know it doesn't take an extraordinary person to be successful. It takes an ordinary person that does extraordinary things. Meaning that you prospect every day. You, you're going to have good days. You're going to have bad days. You fill a pipeline. Some days you put a good stuff in it. So, but it, it's like going to the gym. Every per- workout's not perfect. But as long as you go, you know, a consistent amount of times, you're going to get results. And that's kind of what you're saying, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I agree. I agree with everything you said because there has been times where my very first phone call of the day, I got a listing appointment. There have been times where a week into calling, I didn't have anything. And the very last phone call of the last, you know, 10 minutes that I was calling and I was like, ah, no, I, you know, until that clock strikes noon, I will be calling through this list because that one phone call has the potential to be worth tens of thousands of dollars. You just have to mentally find what you enjoy doing and do it. Then you have to find what you don't enjoy doing and also do that because it's important. You can't just, you, you really have to do all the, the different things of prospecting. I mean, because right now, if you only did expireds, you'd be in tough. You, it'd be hard for you because the expireds that do go through the list are maybe five to 15 a day. And that's, that's not enough contacts uh, to make a day. So even after the expireds, you got to be calling something else. I personally right. think just solds are probably equal to or greater than expireds right now because you can pick a market, you can pick a zip code, you can pick an area code, you can, I mean, you can pick whatever you want to focus on in your city, find a, a sale or a buy that was done by your brokerage and do just sold. It is more impactful, I think, when you make that phone call and say, hey, we just sold this house for $25,000 over appraisal. You're in the neighborhood. Usually when one or two houses sell in the area, there's not too many far behind who want to list or at least have questions. So this is an opportunity to talk to a highly skilled and professional realtor to let you know that we closed the house for $25,000 over appraisal. Are you interested in selling? And then start the conversation that way. Um, And a lot of the times it really kills that um, anxiety of, oh, my gosh, I think I'm bugging these people. You're not bugging these people. You have the potential to help them get into the next season of life with tens of thousands of dollars. You're actually doing a service to these people, right? What we do is a service if you do it right and if you do it well. um, And that's why I like everything that you said there. And you got to focus on just doing something that you like and then focus on growing with something that you don't like. Exactly right. Exactly right. And, and so you, um, it sounds to me, like if I'm listening right now to you, it sounds to me like you're very comfortable on the phone or door knocking or whatever, but did it take you a little while to get like that? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I mean, even I'm a, a social butterfly in the world, but at home, I'm very melancholy. I like to just be by myself, and, which is hard because I'm married and have three kids. Love them all to death if you're listening. Um, <laughs> but it, yeah. the, the, your sales skill is a huge opportunity for everyone to grow. And, yes, at first, I did a bunch of role play. 
because the last thing that I wanted to do is if you can't pretend you're a realtor, then you can't actually be a realtor. <laughs> it's how I look at it. If you can't sit right. with somebody that actually cares about you and role play with them and go over these scripts, then you can't do it with somebody who doesn't know you, doesn't like you, thinks that you're trying to take from them. Right? Right. But when you can, when you practice and you grow that skill through role play and through actual experience, um, you're going to be able to convey just an attitude with your answers, with how you're processing their conversation, that you actually care about these people, right? If somebody, if you call someone and they're just ripping you up because it's an expired or just sold, how'd you get my number, this kind of thing, um, and you actually get through to them, you actually conveyed your value and your care for them. Say, hey, listen, I actually earn these people thousands of dollars. I have the ability to do it with you. May I help you? That's essentially where you need to get with your sales skill. And you need to be comfortable with that because that's what you're doing. You're helping people. You're also making money yeah. and it's fun and you get to see all sorts of different things. But um, if you can get yourself to that place where your sales skill is at a point, that comfort and confidence comes with it. Okay, so if you don't have – I didn't have the comfort and I didn't have the confidence right away. But I focused on growing my sales skill. My objection handlers is a big thing how you present those uh, objection handles specifically to the person you're talking to is a big deal, right? If you're talking to a driver, you want to respond in a way that he'll actually hear the objection handler. You don't want to tell him a story about your dog and then your dog ate your key and then the key landed on top of a business card. And, you know, that's, that's a story for an expressive. But you also want to, right. you know, speak to who you're talking to. But... Yeah, grow your confidence. I didn't have anything, and I had to take classes, and I did coaching, and I did. I asked a ton of questions, practice my objections, practice role playing, until I got to a point where my sales skill was good enough that I actually had confidence. Right? You don't get okay, confidence cool. before you go to the gym. I think you have to have the courage to go to the gym. But then once you start seeing results, then the confidence comes. Yeah, you just got to have the knowing that it's going to work for you, you know, like, like, I, I swear to God, when I started selling real estate, and I, and I got turned on the prospecting, I was like, I could be terrible. But if I talk to enough people in a day, I'm going to do business. That really was why my, my first thought about prospecting. And then the second thought right. was, they've got to use somebody. Why not me? I'm good. Right. And I have, right. I have their ultimate good best interest and a lot of realtors don't like i heard a crazy realtor story this morning about some things that realtors do that uh, are not really that ethical but uh if you're an ethical hard-working honest person especially with a brand like berkshire hathaway why not you they got you somebody might as well be you right that's that's what i'm saying yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> if there's teams out there that do like 100 to 300 transactions a year why not me and that's the attitude right. that i have and that's the attitude that i'm carrying with my with my group um why not us we're we're just as good if not better um than those teams out there we can do it right. and that's the attitude that we have we can do it we will do it and it's only a matter of time right absolutely okay so we've come to that time where my favorite question okay so Knowing what you know now, uh, what are the three most important things you would tell them to focus on? I mean, that changes every month for me. Um, 
But I love that okay, question. Right <laughs> okay, right now. Okay, right now, right now. Number one thing would be discipline. You have to focus on your discipline. Uh, and to be even more specific, daily discipline. When you wake up in the morning to when you lay your head down at night and you're working, like you need to be at work, you know, mentally. Figure out how you want to prospect. Figure out how you do your follow-up and focus on daily wins. If you've never done expires before, do 10 contacts the first time. And if you feel good, continue on, but focus on the discipline because when your motivation is gone, discipline is what carries you through those slow times. Discipline is what carries you through those lulls when you don't feel like a realtor. And trust me, I still feel sometimes when, it, when it's slow or I remember talking to Rick, I had two and a half weeks ago, I had three listing appointments and I didn't get a single one. But it was discipline the next day and the day after and the next day after to get me to where I'm at now. And I have, you know, three offers out this weekend showing. I have a buyer in contract, team listing, no photos, still getting offers. Um, it's a discipline. So number one, focus on your daily discipline. Number two, figure out what works for you, right? I think that is another thing that took my personal business from level noob, right, or level entry, level realtor to, like, I can say that I'm a realtor with confidence now to friends and family and, and people that I don't know is um, I know what I like to work on and where I prospect. And right now it's through the phone. It's through SOI. <clears throat> make those phone calls. Be the source of the source. Go make friends. Have fun. You know, connect with people. This job is about connection more yeah. than it is about just knowing comps in the area, right, or knowing how to write a strong offer or, you know, it's about connecting. You've got, you got to connect with your family. You've got to connect with your leads. And not only that, but you also have to connect with your, the people on the other side of the negotiating table, the sellers, the, the listing agents, your buyer's agents that are putting offers on you. You have to be able to connect with them. You know, they have to be able to feel safe to convey information back to their, whoever they're representing to get the best deal possible. So right. figure out what works for you and connect. And then, you know, last thing is <coughs> um, ask more questions, I think, is another thing that's a new one for me, is if you don't know something the first time, that's okay. It really is. It, you're not going to know it all. I don't know everything I have a vacant land listing appointment uh, tomorrow. And I've never had a vacant land listing, but I can guarantee you that I'm going to learn everything that I need to know today, and I'm going to be 110% for tomorrow. But it's okay to ask questions. Ask more questions in your listing presentations, just in general. Just ask more questions. It is on you to, to educate yourself, not on your broker, not on some YouTube video, it's, it's on you. So uh, my thing with my team is I'll tell them, it's okay if you don't know the first time. The first time, it's on, it's on the world. The second time, if you get asked and you don't know, that's on you. Then you, you, you take that loss because it's expected for you to ask those questions to learn about something that you've never heard of before. So if you cannot properly explain, and I'm going to give this to everyone this is a super easy softball thing, but if you cannot properly explain to an investor what a 1031 exchange is or how it works or what a reverse 1031 exchange is or how that works 
or just what is a cap rate, you know, when it comes to an investment or something that might mean something, right? If that's the first time you've ever heard cap rate or 1031, that's okay. You don't have to know what it is. It's the first time you've ever heard it. But the second time that you hear it, that's on you if you don't know what it is still. So ask questions. Okay. Ask questions, ask questions, ask questions. I love it, I love it, I love it. Okay. All right. So, yeah, um, you know, um, the thing is, is that if you're out there every day and you're doing it, like you said, you know, do it. Pick. You can door knock. You can call. You can whatever. As long as you're being proactive. The key is proactive. It doesn't happen on its own. You've got to be proactive. Yeah. All right, cool. Any final yep. words you want to leave these wonderful people, Andrew? No, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't have a superpower, guys. I don't, I'm not naturally gifted at what I do here as a realtor. I just, my superpower is I can do it every day. I'm a grinder. I can, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm okay with repetition. I'm very disciplined. Um, and I think you guys would probably do a lot more business if you took that mindset into your daily discipline. You know, like I, if I can do it, you can do it. If I can get up on days that I don't want to go to the gym or I don't want to go to work um, and I'm still here, but while I'm here, I'm actually here and I'm not on the phone, on Instagram. I'm not trying to justify not prospecting so I can put out a social media post, right? Uh, yep. That's, that's my final words there. Like just focus on daily discipline. Um, if I can do it, you guys can do it too. Yeah. Just get the win. Get the win. It. Get them to sign yes. the contract. Right. <laughs> no, it's so true. It's, uh, you know, uh, I, what I also hear you're saying is prioritize. Do the most important thing first, and then if you have time for other stuff, do that, but do the most important. You know, when I was a – first time I was a panelist for my ferry, people used to ask me, what's your perfect day? And no one ever liked my answer, and it was, if I get to the gym early and at my scheduled time and get my workout in, I'm halfway there, and then I make my contact goal every day with energy and enthusiasm. Now I'm there because the rest of the day's a breeze – if I do those two things. Right. And I agree. Yeah. You got to keep building that pipeline and everything else. Once, once you're in the pipeline and it's moving, there's no kinks, like you're feeling good. I mean, that's when you really start to feel like a realtor. That's when you really start to feel like you, you could do this, right? That's when you really have that confidence to do that. Um, and I, I, I agree with you. And I think it starts with daily goals. I mean, once you have that yeah. workout, and you do make your contacts the rest of the day, doesn't matter what happens. Flat tire, you can handle it. Mentally, you're there, right? For those yep. parents out there that are going to start school this week, like, hey, I'm a parent too. We got school. I mean, my wife, I watched the kids two days out of the week when we were over summer break. I mean, I get it. I get it. You can't always start on time. There's lots of things that happen. But when it happens, you can't freak out. You can't take it out on them. Don't ever use your kids in as an excuse. They need to see how you guys handle it, how you handle hard work when stuff starts to go sideways uh, because they're going to reproduce who you are. And if, if you freak out at the littlest thing and you can't produce under pressure, then it's the same thing for them. And you don't want that for your kids. So you have to show them daily discipline. Hey, we got to school late. It's okay. I'm not going to snap at my kids. I'm going to go back to the office. and I'm going to work. Um, and you actually got to work. I'm going back to the home office and I'm going to work. And you actually, you better be working because <laughs> um, they're watching. Um, but, yeah, daily discipline, guys. You can do it. Get the wins. Right. Exactly right. Get the wins. 
and so forth. And, uh, you know, the old saying, I can't hear what you're saying because what you're doing is way too loud. And that's the perfect uh, explanation of what you just said for your children. They're always watching. They're not always listening to you, but they're definitely watching. Mm-hmm. So all right, folks, we got to I, I run into it all the time. What's that, my man? Oh, nothing. Thanks, everyone. All right. <laughs> all right, Andrew, thank you very much for your time, my man. Everybody else, we'll do this again in a week. And don't forget, we get success series coming up next week. So especially if you're in Nevada, you get CE credits. And Andrew's actually my interview on Tuesday. All right, folks, thank you. Woo-hoo. See you, bud. Yeah. See ya. Woo! Thanks.